it's so hard to go from working for someone where you work, you know, five, eight hours, and then you get a paycheck the, like after two weeks. Right. And all you had to do was, was just be there. And it's like going from that to working for months without any pay in hopes that it works. Right. And then doing that over and over and over again, it, it's like, you do it's a punch in the face man it, it's true it's kind of like the same the same thing and it's just hoping and, and believing in yourself enough to push through that work and that's probably the biggest differentiator between success and failure in this game is is if you see it as a failure or a lesson and and believing that you can learn from it and then succeed or if you, if that's it, and it's over. Hey, guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small-town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing, and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery, and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu, as well as the Gua Sha and Manual Lymphatic Drainage. If you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good, go see Tracy down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. And while you're there, check out CDA Microblading, offering Coeur best tattoo brows, plasma fibroblast, tightening, and PMU services right there in the heart of downtown Coeur Make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com. Tyler, you're an entrepreneur, founder of Squatch Dogs, a psychological performance coach with Tony Robbins organization. You just launched an NFT project called Light Bodies and much more, man. Thank you so much for your time, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you. You great guy. Great host. Uh, you know, you and I, like, we, we met at a yard sale, oddly enough, which is really funny. Uh, and then you ended up like going to the same high school that my wife did, obviously, a few yeah, years later, is, but which is just nuts. <laughs> And That's we don't just even live crazy, in the same state, right? <laughs> so funny, dude. But I love to go back with my guests. Like, where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? So I grew up in in Ravensdale, Washington. Okay. Um, we, you know, I think we moved to the house that I grew up completely in when I was three years old. So I basically grew up in the same place all my life, and that oh, was nice. basically in uh, in the sticks in the yeah. woods on kind of like a ranch. So we had my parents have. Uh, you know, a little bit of property. And so I don't, I didn't have like next door neighbors, didn't have like a sidewalk, you know, always, you know, I fed the chickens in the morning, clean the stalls once a week for the horses. Kind of like a small redneck style city or town with like one market. Right. And so um, never really was able to, to have a lot of like, I think I had like one main childhood friend. And then once I went into high school, I kind of like ventured out and my mom drove me to the neighborhood so I could hang out with all the other kids. Yeah. But uh, always kind of been a loner, I guess, someone who kind of like is pretty individual. I guess I, I took a lot of influence from my parents because that's who I, that's all I hung out with, right, is, is my parents. So I never really got that influence of, of the other kids is, decisions i was always one to make my own decisions and my parents always let me um they've treated me like an adult since i was like 12 so i was always able to make my own mistakes learn from them and then 
take what I learned from those mistakes and apply it to my decisions in the future instead of my parents always telling me do this do this do this and if you don't do it then you're going to get in trouble they kind of let me make my own decisions which has really helped me out in the long run for sure I love that I my parents allowed me to make my own decisions as well but I made the very wrong decisions for a long time (laughs) (laughs) which is why you know you're making the right ones now right totally totally to learn from them so having your parents like being those influencers for you, are they the ones that kind of pushed you and motivated you to go into entrepreneurship or, or how did you get kind of going in that direction? Yeah. So my parents, they own a, um, they own, they've owned a septic service company for, I think like 25 years. Nice. And they started that when, before they even had me, I think I, I was like a year in my dad's balls before I, I was in my dad's, it, it, I, was, I was pre-birth for like a year before, you know, or when they actually started the company. So yeah, I, since I was born, they've been on their own, having their own business, working for okay. themselves. And I just, they never told me to start my own business, but I just saw how much better it is. Cause I saw, you know, my parents and then I saw like, and then I hung out with all the other, all the other people not that, you know, cause you there's there's two types of of businesses there's one where it's basically you own a job and then there's one where you can create financial freedom and and i kind of was able to see you know the difference between employee uh you know business owner that is basically business operator and then business owner and i was able to kind of like figure out what i wanted to do based on that stuff and my neither of my parents went to college but they ended up you know doing really well for themselves with their own business but I saw my dad still, he, he busts his ass, literally goes to work the day after he just had a heart attack while he was working because, you know, it's just what you got to do as a business owner when you operate the business. And so I'm like, okay, well, I like the fact that they're able to make massive lives for themselves by owning their own business. They're not, they don't have bosses to tell them when they can take vacations and when they can't, but I also don't want to be the one having to work after I just had a heart attack because it's my business and I got to show up. So I kind of was able to look from afar growing up and, and decide what I kind of wanted to do. And, and I think I found the right spot. Come on. Oh, that's awesome, man. And you and I, we have this mutual love for Tony Robbins. I'm a big fan, been a a fan of his for a long time. And, and it's a a bucket list of mine for sure to, to go to one of his live events at some point. But you are a psychological performance coach with this organization. How did you get into Mm -hmm. that? What was that journey like to to get to that level? So basically that I I got that certification when um, in 2020, because what happened was I started my bit, my, my, I started Squatch Dogs in 2018 and our first um year was was kind of rough because i didn't really know what i was doing i didn't really have that stonewall belief that i was going to be able to make it mm-hmm. like all basically all of success lies in the mind and i didn't figure that out until after that year because i kind of self-sabotaged my entire business in 2018 and i was like trying to find answers as to how it happened and so um my dad when I, when I first got out of high school, I borrowed this uh, Tony Robbins tape, uh, this Tony Robbins, you know, course from my dad, and it was the power of influence. And that really helped me through a lot of stuff um, in that time. But I was like, okay, well, that helped me through that time. Let's get a new course that he made and check it out. And so I got this, this course called the ultimate edge. And I took that course in fr- from the, from like October of September 
uh, and I used it in my business and, and took the same principles and used it uh, with myself all dove deep into like the subconscious limiting beliefs that I had that were preventing me from moving to the next level and basically took all the principles from those tapes and implemented them all in between the, the season of 2018 and the season of 2019. And using those principles, just in that six month span, I was able to go from making $13,000 in revenue, that's not even profit, in revenue in 2018 to making over six figures in just six months with the same business that I had the year prior. I just was able to light this fire inside of myself and and just kick ass and just keep my head down and focus. And, and it was just my girl, my fiance and I, and we just just went crazy. And I, I, I basically can can delegate all of that power to the work that I did over that six month span. And so when I, when that happened, I was like, wow, if I can do make that big of a difference between 13,000 and what I did this year, like this is not just me. Like I can share this information to mass amounts of people and like help them do this same thing in their own lives. And so I was preparing for uh, the season of 2020. I had just bought a, an, another setup because I was going to do double what we did in 2019 in 2020. And I was going to have two setups and I was going to be like the manager of both of them. Hmm. And then COVID happened and it completely tanked everything. All of we, we, the way we did it was doing like giant events where hmm. there's, you know, 50,000 people. And so all of that went out the window. And so we basically had to just figure it out. And so I'm like, okay, well, this may not, it, it depends on what happens in the future, but I'm not going to just bet on the future being back to normal because I don't think it will ever be go back to normal. And so I'm like, okay, well, what kind of value do I have personally that I can use to, to start like a, another business? And so um, I took the knowledge of what I learned in that, uh, in that six month period of, of, of growth and I wanted to share it. And, but I also like had this subconscious belief that like, oh, well, I'm not a good enough product to sell just myself. So I went and, and took this hundred hour certification from, from Tony himself, from the, from Tony Robbins organization, just because that helped me so much. And I kind of just love his way of teaching. And yeah, and yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, that was in, I think, uh, I think I finished it in September of 2020. Okay. Come on, man. That's yeah. awesome, dude. You know, and you talked about limiting beliefs and stuff like that. When people hire you as a coach, what is that biggest struggle or that number one struggle that you tend to see people come to you with? Like, is it that limiting beliefs or is it something else? Well, it's, it's all, it's all limiting beliefs. It's like, yeah. you just have to uncover them. Yeah. And I, a lot of people are wanting to like make more money and, and kind of, you know, get to the next level financially. And there's always going to be that money blockage that says, well, I'm not worthy of that money. I'm, I'm not responsible enough to do the things that 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 money is going to require of me to do. And so what what you'll see is you'll is we'll make a plan. We'll start implementing things. We'll start heating up. You'll start getting getting, you know, better and better things. You'll, you'll start seeing progress. And then that subconscious belief, it's like a thermostat at, set at like 68 degrees things start heating up to 72 and it scares you. It's like, whoa, I don't know if I'm worthy. I don't know if I'm like ready for this type of stuff. And so you'll start 
to put kick the AC on and you'll bring the, the room back to 68. And it's just about getting through that threshold of, I don't know if, if I'm the type of person that can do this. It's about reprogramming your subconscious to, to like believe that that can happen for you. And that's the biggest hurdle is just getting over that belief, man. Yeah. Oh man. I think I struggled with that for so long. Yeah. And I mean, it's so good that, that you're, you're in that and you're helping people with that. I wanted to shift a little bit to this NFT project you just launched. I don't really know anything about NFTs other than it's okay. made a lot of money for a lot of people uh, that are in it there, but you launched yeah. Lightbody's NFT. For those who don't know, what is NFT and, and what is Lightbody's NFT and how can people get involved with this? Okay. It's kind of, com- the, the whole space is a little complicated. So I'm going to try to break it down Yeah, yeah. Simp- and simplify it. So sure. basically- when you look at cryptocurrency, you can compare it to like fiat currency and, or kind of, it's, it's decentralized and it, there's only a certain supply. You can't print it like they're doing with the dollar. Right. And so you look at, at like what real life currency is, it's like you have the dollar, which is the currency. And then you have assets like real estate, like some people invest in art. You know, you can invest in in like a fleet of cars and rent them out to people. It's like you have assets like, like in Monopoly, right? You buy properties, you can buy, you know, companies, all these different things. You can buy so many different assets that aren't physical cash. And so basically what an NFT is, it's called a non-fungible token. That's what the acronym is. And it's like you put your, you store your crypto in an asset that's digital and then it hopefully appreciates over time and then you can sell it for more money than you paid for it and basically what the big projects are doing is it's basically just art it's like profile pictures and they don't really have much utility and so but but people are still buying them because they're still appreciating because the the space is just blowing up right now Mm -hmm. and so i'm like okay i don't really see much value myself in this in this scene And I'm sure a lot of other people don't either. That's why a lot of people aren't getting into it. They're just watching it. And so I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to bring value to the space outside of just a cool picture? And so I'm thinking, and it's the same thing that I just talked about. It's like, like, like personal growth is, is what I'm all about, man. I'm all about helping people, you know, get to that next level in their life and feel confident and and just make the best life possible. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to just do it all myself because I don't know everything. But what I can do is bring on massive successful mentors and have the NFT be like connected to these, this personal access and basically be able to be coached by successful people. And so what Lightbodies is, is it's, I, I've, I've delegated it to three factions. The first faction is called the Diviner. And that's basically like... Um, the metaphysical properties of, of us, like the supernatural, like we're like humans are so are capable of so much more than we believe we are because we've been like, you know, stifled forever. And so what we're going to do with the diviner is, is bring on people like Bob Proctor, like Joe Vitale, the people, like if you've watched the secret, all those kind of teachers, um, Joe Dispenza, the author of, of becoming supernatural, they're all and like quantum physicists, people who know about our ability to like manipulate energy and create our realities. And so that's a huge thing that so many, it's been lost forever. This, all this knowledge about this kind of stuff. So that's going to be one of the factions. 
And we're going to be bringing on people like that to uh, write you personal letters characterized as like a metaphysical mentor from a different dimension. It's going to be fun for like the people who are writing it and for the people who are reading it. Nice. But that's just one faction. That's the one we're releasing first. And then the second one is going to be like just badass, successful, like uh, athletes, successful, just anybody who's who has gone on this journey and pushed through massive obstacles and then came out on top. And like, like MMA fighters, you know, they, they get ass beatings constantly, but to be able to push through that and like have the motivation to see the championship, even though you have a broken face and still believe that you can get there, that takes like dedication, drive, it takes hunger. And yeah. that's a different kind of human that can do that, but we're all capable of it. So we're going to be bringing on people like that who can, you know, teach you how to create that in yourself and really, you know, help you reach the next level in your own life. And then the third faction is going to be all about business and entrepreneurship. And so we're going to be bringing on people like Gary V, like all these massive, uh, successful entrepreneur influencers and uh, to help you with business, with entrepreneurship, basically creating your own economy underneath yourself. So it's going to cover, you know, happiness, health, and wealth, which is our just like the three main parts of life. Yeah, man. What do you think currency will look like in the future? Will cash even have value? I don't think so, man. I don't. I don't think there's much left. There's much life left for the dollar. Yeah, yeah. It's scary wow. because totally. When a whole globe uses like the same type of currency, I don't know, man. It's it can be scary and it can be cool, yeah. but. There's, wow. there's a, it's a two-way street. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, for sure, dude. Well, let's talk about Squatch Dogs. I'm a believer, first of all, of Sasquatch. But uh, one of the reasons I started podcasting was I wanted to understand why MMA fighters want to get punched in the face. And that same theory or question <laughs> applies to entrepreneurs. Why do we want mm -hmm. to get punched in the face and we keep going? And you certainly got punched in the face many times in this journey of starting last uh, Squatch Dogs, yeah. man. And, Where'd that name come from and, and what makes this, the Squatch Dog so good? Because I still have to get out to your stand, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna see. I'll cook you up with the best one. Nice. Um, but basically, I, I mean, Squatch Dogs was like my, I've, I've tried to start like hundreds of stuff, hundreds okay. of things, man. And it's, it, the, I, it's so hard to go from working for someone where you work, you know, five, eight hours and then you get a paycheck the like after two weeks right and all you had to do was was just be there and it's like going from that to working for months without any pay in hopes that it works right and then doing that over and over and over again it it's like you do it's a punch in the face man it, it, it's true it's kind of like the same the same thing and it's just hoping and, and believing in yourself enough to push through that work and that's probably the biggest differentiator between success and failure in this game is, is if you see it as a failure or a lesson and, and believing that you can learn from it and then succeed, or if, you, if that's it and it's over. And that's, right. where, that's where it was so hard in 2020 because I'm like, dude, how am I even going to make any money with this business that I just, that I just, try to double like it didn't even use my second setup because there was not enough gigs yeah and uh we just it's just hard to 
to kind of push through sometimes, but it's, it's all about just taking the punches and learning the lessons and then, and then using the lessons you learn to not, not mess up next time. Right. Totally. You know, getting, getting through that. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy to, I mean, I, I've, I never really think about, you know, where I started. I, I, I yeah. started making t-shirts in high school, trying to sell them. I tried to, I did, I sold fidget spinners on Amazon Come for on. like, for like a month and a half. And then I, I have these like sunglasses that I sold. Um, I tried to do like, like drop shipping, just so many different things that never really worked out in the long run, mainly because of subconscious blockages that said, oh, well, you have to work hard for money. So totally. making money online, that ain't going to happen. Um, but basically, Squatch Dogs came from uh, just branding knowledge about having a target market and kind of tapping into a niche. And I lived in Western Washington at the time where you see Sasquatch stickers on the back of, you know, half the cars on the street. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, that's a whole thing. That's a, a community of people that are like, oh, I live in the Northwest, Pacific Northwest, and that's where Sasquatch is from. So I'm going to tap into that. And at first I never, that was, I, that was my second idea. I was first going to call it raw dogs. Okay. After, after like the eye of Ron, it was going to be all Egyptian themed, but then, you know, I started telling people about it and they're like, yeah, no, that's inappropriate. And you're going <laughs> to be allowed at no little league baseball games. Totally. So I'm like, yeah, you're, you're probably right. No mom is going to want their kid to go to raw dogs. Right. So I'm, I had to rethink my strategy and, uh, and squatch dogs is the one I don't, it was when I thought of it, it was almost like someone like told it to me and it was like a memory. It was weird. Yeah. But that's where it was born. Come on. It was in dude. Western Washington in the Northwest. Dude, that's awesome, dude. Uh, so good. Thanks, so man. good, man. Like you have all this stuff going on. Where's the best place that folks can connect and follow and support you? I would say probably Instagram. Okay. I'm going to, I've just been having my head down. I've been like super focused on this, on this one thing that I'm doing this, the, my, the light bodies. I have to draw like so much stuff and I'm not high. I'm, I'm hiring a, a website developer. He's working on the website now, nice. but I, I think I'm going to be posting most of my stuff on Instagram just because it's the easiest place to post. Yeah. Um, and I like posting like pictures and videos and stuff. So, so yeah, it's uh Tyler underscore McCullough on, on Instagram. And then you can follow light bodies on Instagram and on Twitter. I think it's at light bodies, NFT. Um, and yeah, man, I got, I got some good stuff coming. I'm excited to, uh, to where we're going with this thing. I see yeah. a lot of potential. Come on, man. And I'll put all the links down below in the description as well. I, I like to finish my show off with a fun question. I'm a big music guy. So what's your favorite type okay. of music or do you have a favorite band that you like to listen to? Oh man. Oof. Greta Van Fleet right now okay. is, is on the top of my list. I just got uh, a Black Eyed Peas, the end record on vinyl. Oh, and nice. I've just been, that's been on repeat. Um, and then I kind of, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do three, three genres. Okay. I love classic rock, but the new age is Greta Van Fleet. So we're going rock and roll Greta Van Fleet. Nice. We're going pop as black eyed peas. And then we're going reggae with stick figure. Okay. Nice dude. Nice. I saw, Bumper, uh, reggae. <laughs> I saw black eyed peas play at bumper shoot like in 2003 and uh this was back Dude. when they still had fergie 
and uh yeah <laughs> fergie was on my wall and as a kid i, oh, did, had, awesome. I had a poster of fergie on my wall that, that was like my uh my crush growing okay. up was fergie. <laughs> totally. that's awesome man dude tyler you are an absolute world changer dude thank you so much for taking time out of your day man you've got so much man, awesome Eric, stuff coming on yeah dude thank you for uh, having me man this is so fun I, yeah. I want to, we're going to get you on. I want to, I want to do a podcast with you online too. So I'm excited to do that one. So I want right to learn on. more about you. This is all about me. I What's going on? You. Thank you so much for watching the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, I just wanted to do a quick introduction. If you've not seen my show or you don't know the services that I offer, I wanted to drop them to you right now. One, I do voiceover work. So if you're looking for a voiceover person to cover your motivational videos, or maybe it's Kickstarter videos or whatever it is, let me know. I'm more than happy to help you out there. I also work with brands on brand and product videos. So they'll send me their products to do reviews or box openings. Let me know. I'd love to work with you on your product as well and hope you get that product out there. I also love to be able to share my story. So if I can make an impact on one person at your next speaking engagement, let me know. I love to talk about my story. I love to talk about how our past does not define our future and morning routines and being consistent, how to be around those successful people that are just gonna lift you up. Let's chat about having me speak at your next event. Let's make it happen. Again, thank you so much for checking out this show. Check out ericgallonmedia.com. Really appreciate your time. Have an awesome day.